The CFOs that get it, get it. The CFOs that don't, don't. Let's talk about the CFO, the Chief Financial Officer. There are two kinds of CFOs. One who's struggling to keep up, spreadsheets everywhere, manual processes. It takes weeks to close the books. The other kind is on top of their game. Automated reports, inventory, commerce, and HR flow into the financial model seamlessly. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. That's why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system used by over 28,000 growing businesses. 93% of businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Head to netsuite.com slash c-suite for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. That's netsuite.com slash c-suite. netsuite.com slash c-suite. This is Profit from the Inside with Joel Block. Insights to give your business the inside track. And now, here's your host, Joel Block. If you're anything like me, you probably wonder, how can we gain a competitive advantage in the marketplace? You might wonder, what tools and techniques can you learn to use better than others in our industry that will make a serious difference to our bottom line? I wonder it. You probably do, too. But to answer that question, Augie Johnston. Augie, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to talk. So, uh we're going to bring something a little different to, to the audience that we're going to tell them something that um, uh, some things they ought to be doing that are uh, maybe a little different than what some of their channels are using. And, and I'm, I'm anxious for you to share that. So uh, this has everything to do with video, right? We're talking about video. Yep. Online content, video, online video. Um, Companies are used to using video. I mean, they're, they're used to using imagery, moving, I don't know, advertising, whatever they do. What, what, are, what exactly are we talking about and what's different about it than what other people might be doing presently? Yeah, well, we all know that video is probably the most powerful media you can use online. I mean, I could literally show you a video right now and possibly make you cry. I mean, that's pretty powerful, right? And we've all, you know, we've all shed tears in movies and stuff. So it's, it's emotionally driven, right? So, and we all know that buyers are a lot of times emotionally driven. So my, my whole thing is how can we use video online to turn cold traffic, even people that have never even heard about your business before and show them videos and then turn them into customers. And, you know, that's kind of what I'd like to talk about today. So, all right. So um, it's not, this is not video going on TV. This is not video uh, I don't know, maybe going in emails. I don't know wherever video goes. We're talking about an online application. Uh, my sense that most uh, middle-sized, most larger type companies probably do a really poor job of using video tools and these other kinds of things. Uh, is that probably right or not close? Or what do you think? No, I do. I think, I think you'll see like more scrappier type companies um, engaging more in video and, and those smaller scrappy companies able to gain a competitive advantage over larger companies. I mean, you, you know, if you looked on YouTube, for example, and you searched up something basketball related, you probably wouldn't find uh, Nike at the top there, right? You'd find, you know, these scrappier, smaller companies um, getting eyeballs on their brand um, by out, you know, ranking for, you know, search terms on YouTube about basketball. So um, 
you know, it's, it, there's many ways to use video to build leads and, and get more clients. Um, one of them is like I just mentioned through content, right? We're talking about content marketing. You know, what is your content marketing plan? If you don't have one at your business, then um, this is a great episode, I think, for you because every business should have a content marketing plan. Um, and then the other way is just through ads, right? We use ads uh, to drive clicks to our, to our websites. And in my opinion, and from what I've seen, uh, video ads are by far the most effective way to do that. And then the final way that you'll see videos being used online to make money is through sales videos, right? Through, op, through a, landing on a web page, getting a demo of a, uh, a product, and that's in a video form in um, converting a client or a prospect into a client uh, through, through a video. And the best part, and I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you ask your follow-up question, but the best part, right, is a lot of these videos that I'm talking about right here, you make them once, they're evergreen, and they'll bring you money in forever. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's what I love about this. So, um, you know, here's, here's the thing that I notice. You know, let's go back to the, before you even went into these three things, that tiny little companies, you know, with one or two people, that's one thing. Giant companies that have uh, tens of thousands of people, with billions and billions of dollars to spend on advertising in the the, the uh, Super Bowl and other kinds of things, companies in the middle, you know, those $25, $50, $100 million companies, even, even a billion-dollar company doesn't necessarily have the discretional revenue to buy the extravagant ads that, uh, that big companies can buy. So they got to find other ways to kind of get in. They may not think of themselves as scrappy because they've outgrown being scrappy, mm-hmm. but they haven't grown into the big boy pants that the Fortune 500 people wear. And, you know, and so they're kind of in this in-between, very awkward place. And that's why I want to bring them some of these strategies, because, um, you know, I know that this stuff works. I do it. I know you are are an authority in this. I I mean, so it works. Uh, You know, people have probably all seen it, but they haven't all really maybe noticed it. So um, what was the first strategy? Let's, Let's just take these strategies one at a time and kind of dive into them a little bit. Sure. So um, content marketing, right? Talking about a mid-sized company, uh, what is your content marketing plan? Um, if you're operating online, then you're looking for traffic, right? Okay. So, so wait, you- wait, so what is content marketing? I mean, let, let's, let's define it for the audience before we, yeah. because there's an assumption there that uh, may not work. So what is it before they know if they even have a content plan? Let's talk about what it is. Yeah. So there's different forms of content online. You could create blog posts, right? And, and if you create high quality blog posts, you can rank for certain search terms. So let's say you're selling cars. You might um, make a blog post about a new car that's coming out. Uh, rank, you know, for the search term uh, Mazda blank review. People will search for that on Google. They land on your blog post. You, uh, you know, have a way for, to capture a lead there by entering an email or having them book a call maybe. Um, and so that's one form, right? A blog post. Now, what I'm talking about is video content, which goes hand in hand with a blog post because here's what most companies are doing. They're recording a video that they're going to post on YouTube. If this is like a, a 10 minute video that um, is like a how-to type video that delivers value um, and they're posting this on YouTube. They then take that video and they create a blog post for that video. They embed the video on their blog post. So now they have a possibility to rank on YouTube with their video for any search term they want. They have a possibility to rank on Google with their blog post. And then they're taking that same video and repurposing it 
uh, and basically editing it for a different uh, platform. So now they changed the size of it and they sent, they posted on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. And so it's called repurposing. And they basically take one piece of content, repurpose it for every platform. Even you can even extract the audio from the YouTube video and create a podcast. Now, obviously that doesn't work seamlessly, but we, I do see people doing that. And so there, there, there you have right there, there's a content marketing plan um, that doesn't take a ton of brain power and a ton of time, right? I mean, it's one piece of content that's being repurposed into 10 or 11 different pieces, yet it's a full-blown content marketing plan. Well, listen, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people take a recording like this. They take the a video component of it, which doesn't publish anywhere. They only get the audio, but you could pull out the, either the audio or the video and grab 30 seconds and there's a piece of content. The, the question I think a lot of people are going to have is like, where does this content come from? Like, do, do you have to have a team of people write it? Uh, do, you, do you have to write a script and then have the CEO read the script? Uh, is it extemporaneous? What, what's the best way? I mean, I, I have my answers to all these things, but you know, what, what do you think is the best way for a company to create content? Yeah, it depends on, on the size of your company. The smaller the company, you know, you might have the founder uh, create content. Now, if it's, you know, a mid-sized company, then you, you have a marketing department. Um, somebody in your marketing department, they're, they're in charge of content, right? So they are the ones that are in the videos. They're the ones that are, you know, repurposing, creating the blog posts and doing all that. Uh, and they can become what essentially would be like the face of your, your YouTube channel and all that. And, you know, that, that, that could be the guy you send to conferences. That can be the guy that, um, you know, people like buying from people. So maybe your brand isn't aligned with having like an expert type face of the company, but you do want somebody out there as a brand ambassador for your brand. And that can be that person. Yeah. That's, that's a high level decision that a, 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 an executive team needs yeah. to make, whether it's an executive or a hired gun or somebody who's inside the company or, you know, however they decide to do it. But I think what the important part you just said is that people like to associate a brand with a person definitely, and whoever that person is doesn't make any difference, whatever the right person is for your company. So then how do companies go about creating content? Like what, what strategies have you seen uh, companies do who are putting out content? Yeah. So, you know, it, it depends on what exactly you want to do. If you're going to focus on this YouTube content strategy, then you're going to want to look at what does well on YouTube. Like what kind of videos do well? And that's a whole nother animal in itself. Basically to summarize what you want for a YouTube video is you want to create a video that gets people to watch as much of that video as possible. And then to also enjoy it so much that they subscribe to your YouTube channel and check out other videos. So we all know the term binge watch, right? If you can create a YouTube channel that gets people to binge watch, YouTube will do all the promotion for you and they will recommend your video to other people. They will start having your videos pop up in what's called suggested um, because YouTube is the second largest search engine, but it's so much more than that. It's actually a discovery platform as well. Um, they have an algorithm. So let's say, for example, I go and watch a video about bike rides, okay, riding my bike. This is just totally random. YouTube is going to start suggesting other videos similar to but you know, that same topic from other creators. And if I ever click on one and I binge watch their content because I like it so much, YouTube will continue to show me that same exact brand or person uh, videos over and over and over again, um, which, you know, it becomes a discovery platform and, and YouTube doing all the promotion for you. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that's difficult for, uh, for companies is, 
you know, I've got a Fortune 500 company client that uh, makes these videos and they've got 10,000 people working at their company and maybe they get 200 views, maybe. I mean, if every person in the company watched the video for 10 minutes, uh, they would have so many views that, that it, would, it would go viral, you know, it would like catch on fire and YouTube would start showing it all around, you know, but they don't get that level of engagement. So uh, companies have to ask the question, how do you create that engagement to get it to the first 50 or 100 or 200 so that YouTube says, oh, a lot of people like it, let's show it to more people. Because, I mean, listen, their goal is to get people to watch as much YouTube as they can so they could sell as much ads as they can. I mean, that's their only yep. goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, you'd have to take a look at those YouTube analytics, right? So, you know, we look at our Google analytics on our website. You have your YouTube analytics as well. And, you know, what I did back when I was a YouTuber, because I was, uh, I had a basketball training YouTube channel that I grew to about 200,000 subscribers and 20 million views. Um, it's a little bit dead now. It's been about four or five years since I uploaded there, since I started this new thing. But, um, you know, you want to look at your analytics and see what kind of videos are getting a little spike. What, what are the video topics there? And then you want to create videos around those topics because that's really what it's about on YouTube is, is coming up with a good video topic, creating a good thumbnail image and a good title that gets people to click because YouTube does take click-through rate, which is CTR click-through rate, the amount of people that click on your video that have actually seen that thumbnail the image pop up. And that's all part of this algorithm. You know, this is a, a huge rabbit hole that we could go down. I know we're not, we're just going to stay surface level for now, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, fi- find what does your audience want, right? It's, it's, this is marketing, right? Mark, what is marketing? Taking your avatar, taking the person that is your ideal client or customer and then speaking to them. So that's what you want to do on YouTube too, is you want to think what, what kind of video topics would my ideal client want to watch, create those videos and um, then you should win. You know, um, this whole podcast is about the inside track and, you know, the, the inside track being the best, smartest and fastest way to get things done. And, you know, and this is, this is absolutely about the inside track on, on, a, on, a, on video marketing and the other kinds of things. And what's crystal clear to me is that companies need to make sure that they have people on their team that understand digital marketing. Yeah. Uh, because you can't assume that your regular old folks who do print advertising and TV advertising and do your buying and your regular stuff. I really understand these technologies. I mean, these things are, uh, they're different and it's not like, uh, you know, they just got invented two weeks ago. I mean, this stuff's been going on for a long time, but there are a lot of companies that haven't moved in this direction. And if they haven't moved in this direction, uh, they're really missing the boat. Um, what are some other content strategies? I mean, I mean, have you seen any really cool way that companies create uh, content? Have you, any, anything stick out as like being really cool? Well, one thing I will mention that's in the content space happening right now is machine learning and, and artificial intelligence is really coming into the space now. So, um, you know, there's apps out there that can almost write an entire blog post themselves, which is um, an interesting thing in the content space that's happening. Um, and, you know, that can go along with, you know, writing video scripts. I see that coming in the near future. I, I've, I've seen that, um, that company that writes the blog post for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I haven't subscribed to it. I haven't tried it because it, because it ends up being a, a time sponge and, you know, and yeah. I don't really want to try it out. But <clears throat> I question whether it could write, could it, could it learn my voice? Could it learn the way that I write? I mean, could it learn, like I have a ghostwriter that does a lot of my work and she knows about how my style, she knows about how I write, how I think, because we know each other for a long time. And, and so when I give her stuff, she's able to kind of mimic my voice because there's a certain pattern to it. 
And I, I just wonder, can these things, I mean, do you have any experience with it? I mean, do they work? Yeah, I've tried a few out actually. You know, I'm I'm definitely love the tech space and always looking at, at SaaS software as a service products. And I'll say this, it will impress the hell out of you when you when you use it, but no, it won't replace the fact that your writer knows your tone and and can deliver what exactly what you want, but it will impress you and you will say, How does it do that? <laughs> really? Yeah. Which which one, which one? There's a, there's a couple I can't remember their name, but which which ones do you use? So the one that I'm speaking about is called Jarvis. Jarvis, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So, you know, their claim to fame is that they scraped 10% of the internet and ran it through their machine learning. Um, and it shows, I mean, you can type in a, a topic there and it will, it will spit out a blog post that is well-written and well-researched. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm going I'm to give it a try. I, I, on that <laughs> recommendation, I'm going to give it a try. You know, <clears throat> I want to share with you one content development technique that I use. Uh, you know, I think the audience would love this. It is the simplest thing in the world. And it is, in my experience, the most powerful, uh, you know, mechanism I've found yet. I've gotten in the habit, you know, when people call me up and they ask me a question and, you know, people call and ask questions of all kinds. You know, I mean, I'm an expert. They ask me questions that are related to my expertise, but they can have customer service questions or any kind of questions. And I, I've gotten in the habit of writing those questions down and those become my videos. And so I, I call it my Dear Abby series. So people will call me up no matter what the question is, and, and I'll just keep a list of them. And then I'll make a video. I'll just take the, the list of questions and I'll just make videos. I'll just speak to those for three to five minutes and I'll make a series of, uh, you know, of, of answers. And it ends up with this, you know, you think, well, that's going to take forever. You'd be surprised that uh, you make one video and then another video and then another. Next thing you know, you got, you know, you got 20, 30, 50, 100 videos. I mean, it takes, it's pretty fast. And then, you know, you can organize it. Do you use, um, I, and there's different strategies for this too. Let's talk about the difference between putting things like on YouTube for discovery purposes and putting them in a place like Vimeo, which is for your own customers or, or other kinds of things. Could you address those products? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, like you said, posting on YouTube, that's to get awareness for your brand discovery. And ultimately, you know, if you're talking about digital marketing traffic, right, ultimately we're trying to get traffic clicks to our website. So that needs to be a part of your YouTube strategy as well. Um, and, and that's a great strategy. Vimeo is on the other hand, not a discovery platform. It's more of like a great hosting platform for your videos. So what you're going to see most companies do is, let's say they have an online course or a membership site, those videos will be hosted on Vimeo and they'll have more um, custom branding, more um, privacy, uh, and those will be on Vimeo or maybe a sales video, maybe on your homepage of your website, you want to explain what you guys do. You have a video there that would be hosted on Vimeo. Um, Vimeo is going to give you a little bit more um, like marketing type analytics, as far as, you know, there's more stuff you can do with Vimeo. Like if you, depending on the plan you have, you can even like capture emails with Vimeo. So they're, they're totally different platforms, but both for video. Yeah. You know, my experience is that uh, I don't want my customers really watching my stuff on YouTube because when it's done, uh, the video plays and then a baby diaper commercial comes on or, you know, or who knows what happens in the middle of it. I, you know, you don't have any control, but uh, you know, if you want to control it, for your inside people, people that already know who you are, Vimeo is kind of the place. If, if you're looking for new people, YouTube is the place. Would that be about right? 
Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, point number two. That, so the content strategy was the first point. What's the second point? So the second point would be using uh, video in ads, right? Video ads. Um, and I, I like it because you can tell a story. Okay. And we all know that in marketing, you want to tell stories. Um, you know, that's why before and after you see before and after in every, in every marketing channel, right? People using before and after to create clients and create customers because there's a story there. Um, and with video, you can do that too, right? You can tell stories. So, um, you know, as, as far as a typical video ad goes, you, it's a typical, it's copywriting. I always tell people, they say, what should, what should I say in my videos? It's, it's copywriting. And if you don't know what copywriting is, that's just like sales copy that you use on the internet. So it's the same thing in videos. You want to almost start with a hook, right? When you write a blog post, you should start with a hook. When you write a sales, uh, sales copy for your website, you should start with a hook. So when you're creating a Facebook ad, you start with a hook. Quick question, hook them in, identify who's, you know, call people out. Do you create videos? Something like that, you know, call people out, hook them in. Um, and then you want to talk about the problem. Okay. What's the problem they're having? Um, for our clients, it's, you know, spend, spend 10 or five to six hours editing every single video. Cause we're a video editing service. Talk about the problem. Then, uh, talk, then give them the solution. Okay. Give them the solution at the end. It's, it's the click the link, right. And to check out whatever you're offering and that there's a simple video ad right there. Um, any kind of story you can throw in there, uh, the better. And the cool so, thing, I'll, I'll add I'll, one more thing. The cool thing about it is, let's say this is Facebook video ads. I can say, okay, anybody that just watched this video 75% through or 50% through, I then want to show them this next video. So you can really put them through a sequence of videos and show only the people that were interested and watch 75% of that first video. You can then show them follow-up videos, which is powerful. What's the difference? Is there any difference between this and like a regular commercial that we've all grown up with on TV? No, not, not really. I would say the only difference is that we want clicks, right? So our calls to action at the end, after we show them that solution, you need that call to action to click. Um, but no, I, I would say definitely that some of the same marketing tactics. I mean, let's keep, let's, let's be honest, the old school direct marketing back in the day when they're selling, uh, sending letters to your house, those principles are the exact same principles that people are using online today. So the marketing doesn't change. Um, so yeah, it, a TV ad, you know, same idea. You know, the thing is that um, TV ads cost tens of thousands or more to create. Uh, these, these can cost almost nothing. I mean, I mean, literally you can almost do it on a shoestring budget. Um, and, and there seems like there's a lot of a disagreement about, you know, what the production value really is, you know, should you spend a lot or is it better to have them homegrown and kind of feeling a little bit, uh, you know, hokey. I mean, which, which is kind of the, the, which is the way to go here. Yeah. So it definitely depends on your industry, but here's, here's where the debate is, right? Uh, a well-produced video with high production quality that costs money, it's likely, it's likely to outperform just me with a phone doing a selfie video. It's likely to outperform it, but it's not really likely to outperform it that much and by that much. And so when you are creating these video ads, this, and the reason that they're so much more powerful than like say a TV ad is that you can test, right? So I can put up a video ad. I can say, oh, look, I'm getting 2% of the people that see it are clicking the link. 
Well, I can split test. Okay. This is the digital marketing piece that we're telling, you know, these companies they need, they need a digital marketer at their company. If they don't have one that can do this, but I can run a test and say, Hey, let's see if this second video gets more people to click. We run them on Facebook at $5 a day, $10 a day on each ad. So we're talking super low budget just to figure out which one. Oh, look, the new video gets them to click 4% of the people click to our website. Great. This one beat this one. So let's get rid of that old one right? Okay. Then we can split test a new one and you can continue to improve your videos um, to create an ad someday that will allow you to scale your business, right? We want to take, we want to take that $5 a day budget and say, this ad is working. We know it's working. Let's increase it to 10. Still working, still working. Let's add a different audience and increase it to 20 a day. And eventually, I mean, there's people out there spending $10,000 a day even $50,000 a day, these large companies, because they've created a great ad. They have a great offer on the other end of that ad that people, when they click off that ad and go to a great offer, they have a great offer that's optimized. Digital marketers optimize that page for them and they can scale their business through video. It's incredible. I've seen it happen a lot, actually. Yeah, no, I've seen it happen too. And it's, it's awesome. Hey, what's the difference uh, or is there any difference between the way you go about this, if you're a business to consumer company versus business to business company? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there is differences. Uh, I don't have a ton of experience with B2B, but um, I would imagine that you're just target, you're, you're moving away from Facebook and you're moving on to LinkedIn with your video ads, right? So now you're on LinkedIn, you're, now you're able to target um, you know, executives, and, and just higher ups than, than you're trying to sell direct to consumer. Um, and yeah, that would, that would be my suggestion is to test LinkedIn or, or these different platforms, maybe not Facebook. I've heard, you know, I've heard uh, a lot of companies talk about Facebook though, you know, because every executive has grandchildren and, and, and they all have a Facebook page, you know, and, and they all, and Facebook gets all their interests, you know, however they get them, they, they get all this data. So, uh, you know, you could still find these executive people even on Facebook. True. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like I said, I don't, I don't have too much experience in that. That would definitely be an interesting test to run. Yeah, interesting. And so what's the third thing? So uh, content strategy, video ads, and what's the third one? Well, the third way to use video online would be as like sales videos or in your sales funnels, right? So, you know, the big trend online nowadays is, is to create a sales funnel, which means, you know, someone clicks an ad, they end up on your website, they have some sort of either they enter their email or they purchase something. Um, and then on the next page, they're offered an upsell, right? So something else to purchase. And by the end of them going through, you know, the first offer, the second offer, maybe the third offer, then you've created what's called a sales funnel. And hopefully you've, um, you know, been able to break even on your ads or, or be profitable on your ads uh, because of that funnel. And now here's where video comes in. So every single one of those pages needs a video. Okay. Every single one of those pages needs a video that pitches the product. And then that's the first page, right? It's a sales video. So we're talking about copywriting again, being able to understand your ideal customer and create a video that explains your product in a way that takes them from A to B, right? We want to take them in a vehicle from where you're at now, show you all about our product and all our clients and everyone that's used it, that's had success take you to position B where everyone's successful, get you to purchase. And then on the next page, use another video to make another offer. Um, and yeah, like I said, just use those videos. Uh, you know, we're talking about video. So 
there are like billion dollar videos out there. There are vi- we're talking about sales videos. There are sales videos on websites that have probably done a billion in sales, right? And that's because they're good videos. They've been optimized and they're they've been proven to convert visit web visitors into customers. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fascinating. One of the things that I notice is that companies that are not great at building these funnels uh, do not capture the the email information or the contact information of people very early in the cycle. And and that's a huge mistake that I see companies make. Again, it goes back to if you're not using digital marketing in in all of its forms, including video and, and sales funnels and all the different things that you've already described, then you need to really take a hard look at, at, at where your company's going because you're going to age out uh, over time, you know, and, uh, you know, you got to get uh, some people that are skilled and educated in these, uh, in these areas, because, uh, you know, the days of uh, direct mail are, are behind us and, and, you know, using these direct uh, techniques are really, really powerful. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, everyone should have a digital marketing team and, and you should be running ads, creating content, and doing all the things because let's face it, we're all online for multiple hours a day and that's where your customer is. So you want to be exactly where your customer is at the right time, at the right place, so that you can make that offer and convert them into a, into a customer. So, so real quick. So uh, you mentioned this company Jarvis that does this uh, blog posting automated uh, creation stuff. What is your, your new company? You built a new company. It does automated uh, editing or is it, is it automated or is it with people? So we are a service with people. Um, we're called vidchops.com. And yeah, so basically when I was a YouTuber, I, was, I found the biggest pain point was getting my videos edited, right? I would shoot my videos. Sometimes I would shoot like four or five at a time. I'd have four or five done and ready to be edited. But then that was hours and hours and hours of work. So I decided to solve that. Uh, so we launched uh, a video editing service. It's a flat rate video editing service, um, very similar to other companies like Design Pickle, which is one that does it for graphics, but we do it for video and we specialize in um, editing for YouTubers. So a lot of YouTubers, um, they have their content marketing strategy. And when I say YouTuber, I'm really talking about small business. I mean, these are thought leaders. These are experts. These are some are even software products who are, have a content marketing um, strategy like StreamYard and um, is one is a streaming service. Anyways, uh, we edit the videos for them and, you know, they record their footage. They upload to us. We edit it for them. And, um, you know, that's basically how we work. And we also can, you know, upload to YouTube, create the thumbnail, the title, the tags, and really just trying to make life easier for people that are creating uh, online video. Yeah, well, it sounds awesome, and uh, you know, certainly wish you the best of success with it. Uh, Thank you. You have definitely. This is this is you know, we always shoot to get the inside track, and you've given us the inside track, and, and I always appreciate that. The best, smartest, fastest way to get stuff done, and uh, you know, this whole digital marketing, the world of video, and everything is. Um, if, if you're not getting it, if it's not something that you have in your wheelhouse, you need to get it in your wheelhouse because it's, uh, it's already starting to mature. I mean, this is not new. It's not kind of at the beginning. We're kind of far along in this process. And, and I, hope, uh, I hope companies and executives will take this seriously. So, Augie, thanks for joining us. I, I appreciate you being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Always happy to talk business. Awesome, man. Well, listen, uh, we'll be in touch. You've been listening to Profit from the Inside with Joe Block. 
For more insights and to learn more, visit joelblock.com. How about a shout out and a huge thanks to our podcast show producer, David Wolf, and the team at Audavita Studios. Profit from the inside wouldn't be possible without these wonderful professionals. To learn more or to find out how you can launch and produce your own podcast show, reach out to www.audavita.com. That's A-U-D-I-V-I-T-A.com. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.